0: hello everyone welcome to the pixelated perfect podcast today is a special episode we have julieta with us she is the newest member of the design team so i've gotten to spend a lot of time with her um, and I'm really excited for us to kind of kick off and dive deeper into learning more about her. Um, so a little overview is she's with been with The Design Project about a month. She is a senior designer. Her She comes from Lemon Cash, um, which is a crypto wallet, and she also works at Bitso. Bitso? Yes. Yes. That's perfect. Nice. Awesome. Um, so, Huli, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so thrilled being here and nervous.
1: As well. Hello. But thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Of
0: course. Don't be <laughs> nervous. It's going to be great. Um, So I know a little bit of your story from our interviews and just talking, so I can help kind of guide it in that way, but I'm really excited because I'm excited for you to kind of tell a little bit more about your story. Um, So let's start with the prompt of when did design come into your life? I think that always has been
1: by my side, but at the time that I that I can say okay this is the first time that I remember it's when I was like 13 14 years old more or less I was doing an assignment for, for school which was to write an article for a newspaper and I just didn't write an article I like designed the whole the whole thing you know the title the epigraph, the, the art uh I just uh, the typography I didn't know about that moment that it was called typography for me were was like letters. Yes. Um so I delivered that and for a long time I thought that I was that, that I wanted to be a journalist. But then when I had to choose uh, a career, I chose graphic design because they had editorial design. And at that moment I realized that I designed the article because I wanted to design, maybe not to write. So I think that that was the first time ever I realized I wanted to be a designer.
0: Yes. Uh, but I wanted
1: to be a journalist.
0: <laughs> yes. That's funny. Yeah, it's interesting in hindsight, like recognizing there was like a yes. little bit of that design that came and out. So many years
1: after that, because uh, this happened when I was 13 and until the 18th, I, I never I never thought about it. I always want yes, I want to be a journalist because I want to write. And no, no, actually, I wanted to design the whole page. I wanted to, to rethink about those, those publications. So yeah, it took me several years.
0: Oh my gosh, that's fascinating. So when you all throughout school, all throughout high school, you were like, I am going to be a journalist. That's where yes. I see myself going.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I want to write because I also thought that journalists uh were designing also the the uh-huh. public, the publication so uh i thought that that was part of the whole thing uh and i i love writing i i still do that um but when i had to do, to to figure out where i'm going to to be as, as a career um i read that you have like different types of designs and one of the subjects were editorial design uh you know when you say that you are going to to be a graphic designer everyone tells you like yeah you're going to do logos um branding and it's like no there must be so much more than that because i can't be studying for years for just doing logos i mean (laughs) and there must be something else and when i read the program i read that i read uh, editor design and I was like yes I want to be editor designer I want this um that that was like the, yeah the whole story of it
0: yeah so it was like combining this love of journalism and design to so like hey I can still be in the journalism world and I'm actually able yes. to design like well, actually design. my first
1: job was as uh, editorial designer junior editorial designer uh and I work uh, for it like um two or three years I was in in that magazine uh I also became a, a designer director from one of the magazines because they have like different applications uh I spent a lot a lot of time there and I I love doing doing editorial design
0: yeah I want to talk more about editorial design because um, like you mentioned, a lot of people come into saying like, oh, if I'm going to do graphic design, I'm going to be doing logos. So, right. I mean, editorial design, there's so many details and so many specifics. So what what, what did you do at your first job? What were your assignments? What were you doing? What was the most exciting part of it?
1: Well, uh, I was being part of the tutorial world. So I work closely with the journalists, closely with the people, for example, who um, took the photos. because sometimes they weren't the same, same person. And I was in charge on, of all the design, but I also have to talk with them and say, okay, this text is too long. Maybe we can cut it down. Or I need some, I, I will add some photos. I need some epigraphs for these. Um, trying to, to talk to each other to see if that picture was the best and if it's going to be like a huge picture in two, two uh pages or it's just gonna be one and a little it was so so funny trying to diagram all the the pages and all the process because you have so many articles and also you have to leave some space for the publicity because it's very important is' the part where the magazine actually also uh, gets money so uh it was so so funny and so great doing all that and working with other people. Uh, when I was designing I was alone because almost all the career you do it alone Uh, you don't work closely with others Uh, but but when I first start um, working I start working with people um, from another disciplines and it was like awesome because I did my part and they do the journalism part (laughs) so it was a great compliment there
0: yeah and I think that's really powerful that And like your first job, what you were just saying is you were working with other disciplines, other people in other industries. So you were not or in other parts of the company. It's not like you were working with all designers. And I think that it's probably been really beneficial to you in the rest of your career, like learning how to communicate some of these design things and explain and get feedback and like collaborate with others. Yes, yes, absolutely. And because every time you design, you
1: design for for people, and you also have to work with other other teams uh, from other disciplines. It doesn't matter if it's graphic design, UX, UI, or wherever. Uh, in every almost discipline, you have to work with with others. And what I learned there is that, yes, I, I don't know everything, and I don't need to know everything in order to deliver a good, in this case, piece of, of magazine article or wherever. Uh, I need also to trust others. They know a lot of, of things as well. They know a lot of things about design as well because yes, I'm the designer, but they have experience working there. That was my first job ever. Uh, and they have like at least five years of experience working with another designer. So I also learned a lot from them. Uh, how to communicate, how to negotiate as well. <laughs> um, and that was was pretty cool. I also in my first jobs, uh stayed till late and for me it wasn't that bad you know sometimes like oh no I had to be at 10 p.m. In, in work because I had to finish something and I was like no I mean the editorial work this is pretty common and I really like it I really love it so it's maybe it was like 11 p.m. and we were still in, in in the jobs, like trying to finish all the publications to send to the print so uh yeah I think that it was a great great opportunity to start learning from others as well.
0: Totally. Another question there. Um based on what you just said is you guys had tight timelines obviously editorial um but you also were designing for print um which is not something you do anymore. So right. um how what's what's kind of the difference in your mind of like designing for print and some of those things you have to think about versus designing for the digital world.
1: Well, you have like too much differences because uh, (laughs) technology as well gets involved. That's also the possibilities uh, of the technology and also working for for others. You know, the print has worked the same uh, for a long time, (laughs) for long years and technology keeps evolving. So you have to adapt and readapt to new things. Uh, It's more dynamic. I think that that's one of the things that attracts me more about this because you have to be uh like learning every time something new and that's cool because you have to adapt and and rethink things that you thought that they were cool or they were good enough uh but then some users start just in it and it's like, oh no, maybe I have to rethink some things because something changed, uh right. a mindset changed for the user. Um in the graphic design world, from my perspective and my experience, uh I worked for three years and we're almost all the same. Um uh, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like too anxious and I want to change and <laughs> do different things. So uh I think that the, that's one of the huge Um, differences between like the print world and the digital world, the dynamic of
0: things. I think that's well said. And yeah, that's a really great point is it's so much more dynamic in this world. And um, I started my career also, well, actually funny is my first job was at my school, my college newspaper, and I worked with the ads. So we actually created the ads to put in the paper. So the companies. Like the little local bagel shop would be like, hey, can you put an ad so that students get 10% off? So that was like my first job. So um, yeah, there were like these tight timelines and we were like putting it and figuring out how to organize it on the page so everything fit correctly. So I, I kind of understand a little bit of what you were saying. It was it was a fun time. And, interesting and also there story. you have
1: like what the client wants or the stakeholder wants also. So it's like, yeah, the best of both worlds because also you have like yeah we don't have that too many space for this ad maybe we can redo it but also the client like yeah but I want it bigger and I want to to have more visibility
0: uh so you have to do like both things there yes yes there would be bars that be like I want a bigger beer bottle on the cover I want to take up the whole space I'm like oh (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I I remember that
1: I, I can relate with that as well
0: <laughs> yes yes oh cringe cringe thinking back on it now but um yes for sure I think that is really great it's like out there it's in the world if there's a typo too bad there's nothing you can do about it it is what it is um yes, sucks that no one yes. caught it <laughs> yeah like that's
1: that. was one of the, the things that happened to me when I was in, in print as well if you have a typo or something like that it's like okay we just have to leave it and it maybe it's 100 200 uh, publication is like yeah it was a mistake and just to re review everything twice or three times that that's something that now that I can remember uh I had to do several times because of course in my first uh designs maybe sometimes I had some typos or some like yes I at the last moment, I moved something and everything had uh, changed and I didn't realize and sent that to the print. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. Luckily, that, that that didn't happen to me, like, too many times uh, that I can't remember twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that someone just uh, told me, so, yeah, again, twice. uh But, yeah, that that things happen. It's just, like, yeah, right. you have to leave it. And in this case, in the digital world, it's like, no, you can modify it uh, if you have the QA team also, you have uh, engineers who are like also reviewing everything. So you're not alone in, in those kind of things. And it,
0: it's great as well. Yes, totally. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, Definitely makes room for easier fixes for sure. Um, Okay. So you were, you started as like a junior editorial designer. You said you you moved to design director. Was this in the same company or is this a different company? The same, okay. Oh, that's yes, I awesome.
1: Yes, I spent there a lot of, a lot of time. Uh, my boss at that moment uh, saw something in me like, yeah, you're too enthusiastic and you love your work. And they have like four magazines and for one of them, he told me, okay, you are in charge of this whole magazine. All the design decisions are on you and i was like okay this is a great opportunity and a great responsibility as well uh so i i was very excited and i had like the first opportunity also to make decisions because until that moment i was like following the decisions from my boss and that that was cool because i was was learning so very cool but then i was like okay i can make the own decisions about how i'm going to build all this uh this publication
0: so yeah it was exciting what would you what would be your advice to um to other designers that like maybe are in the design world and they get this awesome opportunity um to be able to kind of move up and like you said no longer be the only taking decisions but being able to give and make decisions
1: I will say to them uh to trust in their team trust in your knowledge of course because if you get there, nobody uh gives you like a gift uh to that. It's because you, you made it yourself. You know a lot, that's why you get it there. But also trust your team, trust the other advice uh that anyone can, can give you and also inside the company and your peers, because you will learn a lot from them as well, also because it's your first time doing it. So of course, you will have a lot of room to keep on learning. Uh so so yeah, trusting yourself and trusting your team because together you will build something awesome. But together,
0: I love that. Yes, I mean it sounds like collaboration has always been like a pillar for you. Um, yes. Yes, luckily, yes. And the
1: times that I have some other works that maybe were on my own, I felt like I needed also some something like like something was missing um because Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes i have to design alone and it's great because yes it's a one one one-on-one job (laughs) sometimes it's yeah your computer figma in this case (laughs) and yourself uh but it's awesome to have a second opinion on things um to have other eyes also to read it to see everything to think of another possibilities. Uh, So yeah, I always try to work with with someone else, uh at least if I can't, try to at least show my designs and see, hey, what do you think about this? Uh if I don't have the chance to do, for example, disability tests or something like gives me like more inputs to improve. uh, Okay, let's talk with someone. (laughs) Let's talk with, with some peers that they for sure, uh, must have other ideas that are could be so, so useful.
0: I love that. I mean, I definitely think the cornerstone of what makes good design is having opinions and collaborating and people looking, multiple people looking and coming up with solutions. Because, yeah, like, it's hard to to work in that silo, um, not because you don't have the talent per se, but more because getting feedback and opinions makes work so much more enjoyable and a product so much yes. more enjoyable. Yes. And
1: maybe you're uh, spending a lot of time in something and you start like feeling overwhelmed, but not because that's heavy, just because you've seen so many times that yes. maybe you need someone else to see it and say, okay, but what you? why don't you try this other thing? Oh, yes. And I, you were like spending maybe hours on that uh, because yeah, you were uh, going around in the same loop um so yeah sometimes it's necessary just to look something else or talk to someone or go for a walk or talk with someone again and and retake it yes yeah I think it's really really great to try to work with with others
0: totally and I like what you said about like going for a walk or taking a break sometimes you just need like space away from it so that you can come back to it
1: (laughs) yes yeah sometimes it's hard to do it I totally agree with that and comprehend that because sometimes you are working and you're at home working or maybe at the office and it's hard like say okay i have to leave like i will go for a while like 10 minutes and return because like why are you going out you have work to do and also you have that little voice in your head that says ah you have some work to do what why are you watching this tv series right now um <laughs> yes because i need some time maybe and this happens a lot in the creativity world uh with designers and people who do other creative things but yeah we need to focus on something else sometimes the best ideas appear when you are taking a shower uh, yes. not when you are working
0: <laughs> yes maybe you are I, I love work. that Yes, I totally. watching the,
1: the screen and it's like no you don't have any idea you're completely clueless and then you go to take a shower and oh got it oh, yes. oh when you are trying to sleep before <laughs> before getting to sleep it's like oh yeah maybe the solution is from here and you take notes and then you can sleep go and sleep take your nap yes <laughs> um but that in that moment appears. It that's because you also need to sometimes focus on something else, relax a little bit, and don't don't feel overwhelmed because that's not also useful for for the project or for the things that you're designing, and also for
0: yourself. I think that's very well said. I think that that's like great feedback. Like in the creative world, especially for I mean, I think pretty much if you're a designer and you're in the world, you probably already do this, but for junior designers, anyone that's listening, that's kind of getting into the field is like creativity is, it's not like an on and off switch in the same way. So like how you do your job might be a little different. You might need to take breaks or you might be thinking about things and just because you're not sitting at your desk doesn't mean you're not working. So it's like understanding what works for you.
1: It's a 24 seven job because you are always (laughs) thinking things. Yes. Uh, it's not that you turn turn off the switch and say, "Okay, now I'm not going to think anymore about this subject." No, it, it and that happens because you get inspired in almost all the things that you see and you hear, and and that's okay. That doesn't mean that you have to be working twenty four seven. Of course, yes. it means that your head is working all the yes. time, and it's good if you don't have at that time the the time say okay now that i have this idea i have to work on this it's okay you just take notes on on it so you don't remember uh, don't forget sorry um and then when you go back to work you continue uh but yeah we get inspired oh see in in the things that we see we hear and we feel so it's cool it's just
0: go with it (laughs) yes i agree like just trust the process. Like if you're sitting at your desk and nothing's coming to you, then do something else.
1: Sure, go and see that TV show that you want. Yeah, go create yeah. something. Go and and see the clouds in the sky, and then go back because you go back with a clear head to do something. So and that's so, for sure. That's that's certified.
0: It's certified. Yes, certified. <laughs> we give you permission. Yeah, everyone does it um well awesome okay so so pick picking up you um our design director now which is great what what kind of happens from there
1: happens that I got to the point that I wanted to be in two years and it was like yeah I needed a new challenge uh I was very happy with graphic design but also still uh, I was hearing a lot about UX and and UI and I was like why I don't know about it, <laughs> why I don't understand what UX is. So what I did is what I always do, go and take a course about UX. Uh, luckily, I had a teacher who had a lot of experience in it and get me so inspired about UX. And I found there something that I, I felt that I was like missing in the graphic design, that it's the client's opinion because it doesn't matter if you want it uh, bigger smaller or whatever what really matters at the end of the day is how users perceive that and with user experience i learned that and i was like yeah something did a click in my head and was like okay this is what i was looking for something that i can also it's not about my experience it's not about what Clients want or, or don't want or understand and don't understand um it's all about what users needs and and their goals and their necessities uh i think that i i fell in love with that discipline so yeah i wanted to change i wanted a challenge and i also to start like working in the digital world so i start uh Pursuing that, Uh the first time I, I, I had like a, a couple of years of experiencing dif- different parts of the digital world. You know, I was for six months a QA, um, oh, analyst <laughs> because I funny. wanted to get. I wanted to get into the digital world, but I didn't know if QA was was right for me or not, or UX right. or what. You no, know, it was like uh a, a lot of different things were was. You can do it in the digital world so i was qa first then i was uh doing some social media manager as well because yes it's digital as well and also you have like the graphic world in, in the middle uh but yes then i started working as a ux designer and i was like yes i'm going to be here for a long long time and mm-hmm. i'm still here so that's great <laughs> it's a long-term relationship with this
0: <laughs> yay you found your your long term um, I love that you kind of experimented after taking the course. I, I think that's really interesting that you were a Q, QA analyst for a little bit of social yes. media. Um, and that probably also helped you land that first UX job, I'm assuming, because you started to have more knowledge on the UX digital side of things.
1: If I have like those years of experimentation to try to understand where where I belong, uh, what I wanted to do. And yeah for me UX was like that piece that was missing for me in the graphic design the user that was like the huge uh the huge item there the highlight was yeah you are designing for people yes yeah now I get it
0: (laughs) yes no I love that I mean that's also what like the reason I kind of fell in love with UX and it's it's not about opinions. It's not about what you want. It's not about what the customer wants. It's literally building something for the users that makes sense. Yes. And so it's just... Yes.
1: And sometimes for you, it doesn't make sense. As a designer, the way that you are doing some flows, like, I don't know if this is understandable, but actually the people are using it and are using it that way and they are cool with it. And right. it's like, okay, if people it's cool with this and they can achieve the goals... I'm done here. My right. work is done. Uh, of course, then you have to review it and do more testing and see the metrics and whatever. But if people actually satisfy with that, yeah, maybe it's not what you learned at school that, yeah, the, the flow has to be like this. And I, I don't know, uh, the they user flow on the journey and wherever. Yeah, they
0: user are using it. So exactly. Totally. Yeah, that's, that's fascinating. It's like you have to like push your opinions aside you have to like Mm -hmm. like take your ego out of it everything yes that's
1: sometimes really hard because what well that happened to me as a graphic designer I was like yeah but I studied it so it's obvious (laughs) that this has to be this way and of course the user uh, or who is going to use this um it's will understand it of course because i studied five years and it's obvious that it's going to happen and then you see the user using it like the other way around and pressing and and tapping all the buttons and you say no no don't tap there (laughs) it's like um yeah you have to learn from that and it's cool that you uh, that i i spent also that that time uh like taking my ego out because yeah yeah, i i I was like, yeah, I have a set of like five years for this. It's obvious that I know. Right. I know when you start like designing for people, you you understand that you don't know a thing, and you have to learn every time you design for a new bunch of people because all of them have new necessities, new goals. Uh, also, you, you have a very great solution for, um, for example. What happened to me i had a very great solution for deposits and withdrawals in argentina but then we have to move all, all our all our designs also for another country and they have it's another culture they have another necessities they have other understanding mindsets of, of things so it's like okay i have to re re-understand the user relearn yeah. from them try to okay What are your necessities as this new different culture that I actually don't know anything. So, yeah, it's like you're learning all the time, learning how to get your ego out, learning about other new new people, new cultures, new technologies. If you're a learner, this (laughs) is your place because you're learning a lot all the time how to yes. not feel frustrated for some things how to feel also excited for some other things it's like you're learning all time
0: yeah i i definitely think you need to be a learner to be in this yes. this industry for sure um and i really love how you talk like that that example is an amazing example of like how how it works how design works it's unexpected like Truly, like every time, and I think that's what's so exciting about it too, like every day is different. Like we might be pushing pixels and Figma or whatever, but we're also, we're always brainstorming and coming up with different ways because how people interact with things is always surprising. And so it's like yes. fascinating.
1: Yes, it's surprising. It's all, it's also different between different uh bunch of people, ages. Uh, You know, I'm a millennial. I didn't born with with a cell phone but yes with a computer but now my nephew uh yeah she she he's he, sorry he was born with a cell phone so yeah the way he has like four years old and he interacts so, so differently as I do as Me. I did uh with the cell phone and how they they watch uh YouTube for example is like oh my god and in, he doesn't know how to write but he knows how how the cell phone works like, right that's amazing so yes then I will have to learn how to how to design for those new new centennials who knows and has a great knowledge about technology it's like yeah I we will have to to rethink things again and right. it depends also in the in the ages that you're you're designing as well it, it is so amazing a lot of a lot of things to learn to keep moving it's like you can be become in this as being right. a designer You can.
0: it's almost like and I to be honest I use this word quite a bit when I'm talking when I'm pitching the design project and now I feel like I'm not I shouldn't be using this word as expert is like everything is shifting and changing always so there's not really like an expert it's like we know something but everything could completely shift if we just change The age group or the country whatever it is yes yes i completely agree with that and i
1: totally hear you it's it's that you have to rethink about the things and also learn for example i i was talking about technology before and it's like yeah the design systems also are evolving and changing and that's because people learn new things and then you have a new starter point to keep on improving. So yeah, it's like you have to also uh, see that and be in the last minute news of that as well. Uh, I think it's, it's amazing because I know that sounds like, oh no, you ha- I have to be thinking and of- learning a lot of things and it doesn't matter what I learned 10 years ago. No, no, no. Everything, everything it's okay. Don't worry. Uh, everything that you learn, it's cool and for sure you're going to use it. It's just new information, new things,, uh, but absolutely all the experience that you already have it's pretty useful. It's not a waste of time or a waste of whatever.
0: Right. And honestly, what I say quite a bit as I like progress in my career, um I'm wondering if you have a similar kind of feeling is like, kind of like you were talking about when you were a graphic designer, how you were like, I went to school, I'm an expert. I feel like the fur, and I've said this actually in the, uh, the podcast quite a bit. I feel like the further along I get in my career, the more I realize I know nothing. Like, I feel like I just, I, everything is shifting and changing and it's exciting and it's like a chance to learn and to understand. And I like, feel like I'm just like, I don't know. I know nothing. I know nothing that's going on, which is exciting.
1: It's like having four years uh, again when you are like experimenting new things all the time. I think that being a, a designer, it doesn't matter if it's graphic designer, digital or whatever, to be a designer is like to have always four years old. Always asking <laughs> why and why several times. It's like you never pass that 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 era, that that stage, you always are asking why, why, why and you are always getting amazed with the new things and the different things uh but i think that's that's the way the things has to go as well it's not like it's it, like you have to be always open for the new things that are coming then you can accept it or not maybe you don't feel comfortable or not and that's okay right. uh then you have like your own specialty or your own discipline to go on, and and that's okay but if you can have that sensitivity of still uh, get amused for the new things, uh, you will go to some new other places that could be really great as well as, as the ones that you current,
0: current have. I love that. Very well said. Yes. Agreed. I feel like this is like kind of a love letter to being a product designer and what it means and what you have to be prepared for too is yes all these things. Um, well, let's kind of pick up with your career. You got a job as a UX designer, your first UX design position. Um, what was that like getting into that?
1: Oh, it was,
0: yes. I was trying
1: to remember which one was. <laughs> uh,
0: as a UX designer
1: was in in an agency, it was uh, a little one at that moment. And what I learned there is that you can also design uh i mean in that moment we weren't able to talk with with customers uh, sorry with with users we were just talking with with our clients and see what they needed and what they wanted and at some point it was pretty pretty similar to the graphic design era where i yes i talked with the stakeholders on what they needed and i just i just did it um and what I learned there from my peers as well is, is that uh, I also have some experience. So I don't need 100% to talk with users. Of course, always you have the chance to talk with them. It's the best. It's the best thing you can do. But sometimes you don't have time. You don't have the possibility because you don't have the resources or whatever. Uh, trust in yourself, trust in your project, trust in the process, and trusting the heuristics, for example. You mm. there can have some, some starting point trust, um, in your knowledge, trusting the research that you can do as well. So what I learned there is, yeah, I was pretty, pretty excited trying to talk with users because that's what I learned in, yes. in my course that, yeah, you have to talk to users to say that you're doing UX design. Right. Uh, but after some years, I realized that, yeah, I was doing a great design as well. It could be so much better if i talk to users but also i have some other resources that i can use and other tools that i can use in order to to get such a great product as i as i think at that moment the, the good enough uh so that's that's where i learned my first first ux job
0: i actually i want to talk about good enough i love that you just said that um because this is a big part of well, especially working with startups or customers, c- clients that don't have, like you said, the resources, so there's a good enough phase. So how how should designers kind of like approach this good enough phase? Like, how do you suggest they mentally prepare for what good enough means? <laughs> That's a really good question.
1: I'm still figuring out <laughs> because it's something, it's, I, I mean, you can understand some things and you... Sometimes might feel frustrated because you feel that some things that you could do it so much better, but you don't have the enough time, you don't have enough resources, tools or whatever. And and that's okay. You will learn from that as well. It's not that you are always going to do the same thing and never, never improve. Uh sometimes happens to me as well. Sometimes I feel frustrated because I can't do the things that I feel that I have to do. Um, but yes, at that time I, I tried to tell. Say to myself okay uh this is just a, a job this is a part of the job it's not always gonna be like this uh you also have other clients or other projects where maybe you can do a discovery maybe you can i don't know uh do an a b testing read metrics and whatever it's like in each project you will have a different experience um and you will learn from it, from each of them um Sometimes you will have the possibility to do the whole thing and it's awesome and sometimes not. And it's awesome as well because you can learn from other things. Just, and if you have any other advice or whatever, it will be great also to, to hear it because I feel that it's um an experience that every designer has and will have. And
0: and yeah, I'm still learning of it as well. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think what you said is great. I think maybe something to add on is that when you do a good enough job, it shows that there's room for improvement. So hopefully if you get it out there, then you'll start to get feedback. And then, you know, like, I mean, that's like the beauty of design is it's always evolving and changing and you can always eventually get feedback and you can always see how it's working. So say they don't want to test it and they're like, let's just put it together. Good enough. Throw it out there user, users are going to use it. (laughs) They're going to get feedback, whether they wanted to or not. And then they're going to come back and say, Hey, okay, this, that we did good enough, here are some problems. And then you'll have the chance to like rethink it. So I think that usually what goes around, comes around, you'll probably have another opportunity and stab at it. So it's a good learning of like you to learn best practices and see, oh, okay, this is super interesting how users interact with this. Maybe I can take this knowledge that I learned and apply it to something else. So kind of like you said, as you continue to do good enough you might have other ideas and learn other things from other good enough projects that you got to retest to continue to grow. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, and and just for everyone to know, this happens and happens a lot. Uh, also in, in, well, I have a lot of experience in the last couple of years in startups and sometimes it happened that you're doing a, a thing and, but I was in the crypto world as well. So it was very, very dynamic. And sometimes we were working in something and, and a stakeholder appearance and said like, no, now we have to move to this another direction. It was like, okay, we just have to leave everything we did to yeah. tackle that and that happens a lot just go with it sometimes you will feel overwhelmed sometimes you will feel frustrated and i completely understand that but with the with the days and with the months and years maybe maybe you can take also the things that you feel that are worthy for you as well and say okay i learned these things because you're learning it doesn't matter mm-hmm. in the situation that you are you are you are learning something that you want or you don't want uh yeah. and that that's cool and that, that's really 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 great also.
0: I love that. Um, beautiful, well said. I that kind of sparked something else in my head, and I'm curious your thoughts. Um, your example you gave of working crypto and a stakeholder came in. Um, I think something else that a lot of designers don't really learn until they really get into the industry um is learning about the business side of things so obviously you're a designer you have this ideal way you want to work we have the good enough which doesn't follow our ideal way and we also need to see what's happening with the company um so what are what are the big goals of the company what are they trying to achieve and by understanding that and understanding some of the business side of things that'll also help align you as well um what do you think of that and maybe especially in some of these startups you've worked in how did those those ideas of understanding the business goals shift and change your design needs? So knowing
1: and um, the OKRs and the goals of the company, it's very, very important also for us as designers because we have to achieve those goals. We have to help the company to achieve those goals, but at the same time brings the, the user's voice in, in the table. So it's a huge challenge because sometimes there are some stakeholders that don't understand anything about design and it's okay because it's not their job to know about it. Uh, it's our our job to, to teach them as far as they let us as well because it's not also your job to say, yeah, you have to learn about this. Um, <laughs> and a- a- other thing about, about those uh, goals that we need to know is that that will help you as a designer to prioritize your work and also to negotiate, because sometimes it will appear some uh, ninja things. I call them ninja things, the things that appears through the windows. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> you, you never, you didn't have it that on the list, and accidentally happens An ninja item there, uh, where you have to do it fast for yesterday, uh, and that happens a lot. Um. So yeah, it, with with those OKRs in mind, or 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 just knowing what things are the most important things and the the case of success and also the the um, the other case, the case when everything goes wrong, um, it will be good for you to prioritize to understand. Uh, if that ninja thing is as much as important as the other ones, uh, negotiate, okay, maybe yes, I have to do this, but then I will don't have enough time to do this other stuff. Is this niche thing more important than this? So you can have some assertive questions to do to the stakeholders and to say, okay, yes, maybe this is something that I have to focus on. And then later, let them know that you are not going to be able to, to achieve all those other things in the at least the, the due dates that right. in the beginning you might my setup. So it's very, very important for us as designers to know that. Uh it's part of our job as well to to understand it because as a designer also you are trying to do something pretty useful, uh usable, but at the same time that is uh factual to do, so you have to talk to the engineers and also that it's aligned with the the goals of the, the company. It's something from the three these big words uh that and as a designer you should be talking with these other other people from other disciplines
0: yes yes um all back to collaboration right like (laughs) always back to collaboration (laughs) um but yeah I I love a lot of those things you said and I think that we can we have goals we have to achieve and we have to negotiate and prioritize I think all of that yeah like for all the designers out there that are kind of getting into this industry there's a lot more than just like you sitting and designing or even testing like there's a lot of other things that are going to appear and that are your job and that are your responsibility as a designer
1: yes. and maybe sometimes we don't think about it. it's like yeah I don't care about the the goals of OPR or so what even is that right. <laughs> uh and yeah I with With my last experiences working with the startups, they realized that it was very, very important uh, to know those things because it helps you a lot with your with your job and with your task as well. So yes. don't go crazy with all the things that you might have to do. Uh, and yeah, have have that prioritization that it's very important,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. So you kind of jumping into your your first job and like moving up, what was that? What was that process like? Like when? When would? When did that confidence come about? And when did you feel comfortable, kind of jumping into the next stage? And you going from that first UX job up until like becoming that senior UX designer?
1: I learned a lot in the in the different jobs that I had, but I think that when I did my another click in my head and say, oh wait. I know some stuff. It was when I started uh, teaching, I when once I finished my course in in the place where I where I took it, after like five years, I gained a lot of experience and they called me to to ask me if I wanted to shine as a teacher. and I was nervous because like, yeah, what I'm going to teach you to do? I mean, yeah, they can teach me things yeah. not, not to them really? uh, and yeah I, I learn a lot from them as well and they learn from me because I when I start giving giving uh, some lessons uh the first thing that I always said is like yeah I know a lot of things but because I have maybe some extra years of experience and I have knowledge and some little things but it doesn't mean that i know everything and i will have the answer to all the things that you may ask and if yes. i don't have the answer i will look for it i, I will bring some yes. other expert to tell you about it um but let's see what i can teach you let's see what i can what i can give to you as well uh and yeah you also start my, my, my classes with with that disclaimer um I love because that. also makes me like, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. So don't be that nervous when I <laughs> I start uh yeah, giving lessons. But I think that I did that that click in my head when I start um uh, teaching because yeah it helps you also a lot to understand uh for example, uh someone asked me a question and it was like, yeah, yeah, the answer of this is this, this, and this. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> Where did that came from? Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so was, funny! Yes, I was like uh, answering a lot of questions and a lot of yeah, typical and common questions. But I didn't know that I know knew it until right. they asked me. So yeah, uh, yeah, that that was the time that I say, okay, yeah, now. It's not that I feel an ex, like an expert or like a senior. I just realized that I have a, a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge that I wanted to share to to others as well, that I wanted to to help them uh, yeah. go through some things that I also pass through and maybe I can help with this frustration or or these feelings, uh, the overwhelm and the ninja stuff and, and things like that because I have experience in that. And yeah, to see just another point of view, yeah. Uh, while i still learning and still taking some other courses and whatever because i'm a learner i'm always trying to do some some different things to to learn um
0: yeah no that's great i i love that i think that's like that's so fascinating and that, that's like when it clicked and it makes sense. Like when you all of a sudden realize that, you know, all of this, like you're always, I mean, us as designers, we are always learning. We're always starting from, like you said, like a four-year-old, like, oh, we don't know. We have to ask why, why, why. Um, But then ta- when you actually like realize that you do know this and you can actually teach someone else, that would I'm make sense. I mean, for
1: 20, 20 uh, persons who are listening to me or- <laughs> Yes. yes looking at me like okay you're going to teach me something like say something interesting and I was like okay UX is <laughs> and then you know what UX is
0: <laughs> that's so funny yeah
1: so um it's great as well when it's again collaboration but uh maybe you'll new something um you learn something or you read in the in an article something new something that it's uh great innovative or whatever and if you share with someone else also you are uh like like learning how to communicate also you're learning on um, how to pursue uh you're you're also like saying to your head saying to your mind yes i know about this stuff and this stuff is interesting for me as well and i'm going to to keep on reading on wherever that topic is so uh, if you are able to teach it it's because you already understand it if you're ready to say to communicate it's because you already un- understand it uh and that's funny but and, and that's great in any area it doesn't matter if you are teaching or if you are giving a, a, um if you're sorry talking in public or wherever. Yeah. Uh, just with your peers, in you know, taking a coffee and you're saying something interesting or something that you learned, you read, uh that's pretty pretty helpful as well for you to to say, yeah, I know some things. It's not like I'm completely un- unknown right. about other stuff.
0: Totally, yeah, I think like being around and interacting and realizing that you actually do know. <laughs> You yes. can speak about these things with like with some authority. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which yes. is exciting. That's exciting. Um, okay, so I have a question about um kind of your previous jobs before you joined the design project. I want to know how you got into the crypto space and what working in the crypto space is like.
1: So when I was working for Accenture, that was my last um and last huge agency company. Uh, I did a, um, yeah, a, a project that that was for the Bitcoin Argentina company. Uh, we're trying to do a digital identity app. Um, and I started like learning more about blockchain. I was very, very interested in the blockchain technology. Of course, if you know about blockchain, you have to know uh, you learn about so Bitcoin and also cryptocurrencies and things like that. And I was very, very interesting in the possibility of that technology because I think I still believe that it it's it's so much more than we currently using it. It's like, yeah. For sure, I I truly believe that we are going some other place with it. But from now, it's just all about, almost all about cryptocurrencies. So I was very, very interested in that. And I thought that if I wanted to learn more about it, I needed to get into a company, get into the industry in order to learn more about it. So Bitso gave me my first opportunity working in a product, as a product designer and to actually learn uh my first steps in in cryptocurrencies and then I have the possibility also to work for lemon which is here in Argentina and this like uh a national uh app, a national industry so I also wanted to help uh keep on learning because yeah the dynamic uh it's different the necessities are different sometimes you are not designing for necessities you are designing without a problem because people still don't have a problem because they still don't know about it. (laughs) So sometimes like, yeah, sometimes it's the other way around. You're not having a problem to solve. You just have solutions for possible problems that they might have. Uh, So yeah, you have like rethink things again.
0: (laughs) Right, right. It's like how, I mean, that's interesting. How do you think of like, what potential problems a user might have when a user hasn't really used this yes, technology yes. at all. Web
1: three, well, three, it's like something super, super new. Um, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I have to solve problems right. that they are actually don't exist. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, so you're actually creating something new, see which problems are you going to face and then design. it's like the other way around. It's different. Some it's very, very challenging as well because you don't have too many research to do because like yeah, we're going to to what it's someone doing this and if so, you're not innovating that much because yeah, it, it it should be something new for you as well. So it it's it's something complex but in in another way every every problem is complex of course but for me it was more complex in in some cases because like yeah I don't, I don't know where I can do some research. I don't know who I can, can, yeah, do some maybe benchmark or whatever. It's like, no, from scratch, but really, really from scratch.
0: Right. It's like the concept doesn't even clear. It's like, doesn't even make sense yet. It's not even a thing.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's not something tangible. It's something like it's completely in the idea world (laughs) in your head and in the heads of your stakeholders. It's Like, yeah, how can I take? That out of your head and bring it into a paper or a Figma file.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. I worked on a crypto project. Um, actually, I guess it's been two or three years ago now. Um, that's now pretty big, but at the time it was fascinating because I feel like every time I designed something and I would chat with the engineers, like they had no, they were like completely in the dark to so the like oh I just discovered or I literally just came up with this new random thing that's going to change everything and we'd be like what is this boom and by the time I finally understood what this new thing was they'd already found something else new
1: <laughs> yes I totally hear you yes <laughs> the same thing happens to me once and again uh because that technology also is so, so dynamic. It changes almost every day. Just... And we learn something new every day about it uh, that completely changed the game, completely changed the things that you already designed uh, and the experience that also the users will have with that. Also, you have a lot of type of users, the ones that knows a thing about crypto, the ones who, wants, who are interested and wants to learn, but in a very um peaceful way like yeah let's calm down because there's a lot of information i want to learn but i want i don't want like these strange words that you're telling me then you have the the, the experts the ones that knows a lot and they also want to use your product in a different ways so you have like very very different profiles of people trying to get involved with with cryptocurrencies Ah, uh, it's a huge challenge as well as designers because you're work you're um, you are designing for a complete opposite uh, people.
0: No, this is interesting. Yeah, it's it's a whole like everything that we've said up until we started talking about crypto of like the challenges of being a product designer and like how things change and shift. Like think of everything we said, but like ten times more complex and more. Yeah volatile, not in like a negative way, just voltiles and like it's always shifting and changing. Like that's what you're going to (laughs) get. Yes. Yes, So I guess like what advice would you give designers that are looking to get into the crypto space, looking to design for crypto?
1: If they want to get involved in crypto, it's because they know this because at the time that I get it, I didn't know there was this dynamic. Just for you to know, yes, is this dynamic and you're warm, (laughs) we already
0: told you. Um, You have to be a little crazy. Step one, you got to be a little crazy. (laughs)
1: Yes, for sure. Second, you have to be a learner and you need uh, to learn also a lot of things about technology, not only about design, but also the technology because It has a lot of possibilities, but also a a lot of uh, limitations that you have to deal with and also the people who understand and don't understand. So uh, my advice will be, if you get into crypto, it's because you like it. It's because you truly, truly believe this is a very great technology. So you don't get like overwhelmed or, or mad or whatever about the changes because, yes, they are a lot there is a lot of movement and a lot of it's it's very very dynamic um keep on learning and yeah try to find also some peace on that because um i don't think that will change it's part of what crypto is and it's good also for crypto to be so dynamic because we are still doing a lot of things with it so
0: that's i mean that's great advice like I like crypto and to be honest, I don't, I don't understand a lot of the things. So I think there's a place where I can still work on crypto, but I also know that I don't have that mindset. Like I don't have the passion to learn all the ins and outs. And so I think that's really great advice is like, you really have to be like dedicated to wanting to learn and to understand these really complex shifting dynamic concepts.
1: Yes, and also because you will have to to learn also by mistakes how mm-hmm. to use it and using and reuse it, talk with people and read different forums and articles and and stuff. Because as as a designer is, if you are going to work with that, it's also important to understand it. It's not like some other thing that if you don't understand it uh, very very deep, uh, it doesn't matter. Because just yes, right. as a designer, you don't have to know everything about all the things in the world, right. but from my perspective, in this case, it's really important to understand at least a little bit about the technology in, in order also to, to help users uh, and to help yourself, to help yourself also because you are also a, a crypto user and yes. we are all learning together about this.
0: That's amazing advice. Um, Totally. For all of you designers that want to get into crypto... Um. <laughs> take this advice yeah, take it's it be
1: helpful. <laughs> and take it easy take it easy because yeah yeah uh, it's it's a really really nice world yes but it's also complex so definitely go with it <laughs>
0: yes yes totally um okay so I kind of like wrapping up this this awesome podcast is like so you joined the design project about a month ago you've been working with us um And my last question to you is like, where do you see yourself going? Where do you want to be in the next five years? Like, what is your trajectory as a designer?
1: I truly don't know. But because um, I'm open to see what our industry also will go. Because when I first started being a graphic designer, I never thought I was going to be here as a proud designer in the digital world. Because things change so fast and change a lot and i think they are changing now once again because of the things that happened with it kobe accelerated a lot of things uh but also because now we are talking about ai and yes. so things are evolving again so i'm very uh on what's going to happen and how would I adapt because I'm not in my 20s anymore. Uh, <laughs> how will I, I will adapt
0: yeah. to that as
1: well. Um, yeah. So I'm really, really open. I hope continuing be with the user experience or the part where I had to talk with users because I really like that. I think it has a lot of, of potential. Um, but let's see what happens. <laughs> I
0: love that. I think that's also that I think like there's so many different directions you can take from here, and there's so many new things, new technology. Everything is changing and shifting so rapidly. So it's like going at the flow and seeing where it takes you. And who knows? Yeah. Who knows where that's I also gonna
1: sometimes be. feels like, yeah, I have a lot of, a lot of possibilities, and I'm afraid to choose one because I feel like I'm missing the rest of them. Uh, that's why I try to stay as as open as possible yeah. uh to see and to to try different things I know I have like a long uh well those those years that I was experimenting with different kinds of of digital digital jobs to see which yeah. one I like most hope I don't have to go through that again <laughs> uh, but yeah just that, just to be open to see what new things uh the technology and the world will bring and see how it goes for me as well.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well said. We'll kind of ride the wave. Um, well, awesome. Thank you so much, Lily, for chatting with me about your career where you've been, giving great advice to other designers looking to kind of get into some of these spaces that um that you've had experience with. So I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, and I'm really excited to continue. Our relationship at the Design Project after month one. Let's see where we go.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you for letting me be here. It was awesome. It was really, really nice and great to talk to you. Thank you.